Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charged the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th only on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Teddy Teapod. I had to bring Kyle Richards back on because you guys, I mean, not a shocker, she was your favorite guest so far this year and our most <laughs> tuned in episode. So y'all don't even understand the levels I'm going to to talk to her right now. She's in hair and makeup getting ready <laughs> to do a confessional and yet I have got her, I've got you guys. So we're excited to answer all of your questions. Kyle, welcome and thank you. Hello, good morning, everybody. Or what is it, morning? Yes. Yeah, it's morning. It's morning. <laughs> Our morning's already like 
Kyle's in her glam room. I wish I could lay out the situation to you guys. There's dogs on the floor. There's people on the floor. My, my house today is seriously starting at 6.30 in the morning. Dogs barking, doors ringing. Like, it's... It's such chaos here. It's Grand Central Station. It's crazy. But I definitely have learned my lesson. I just park on the street on days like today because I don't want to get stuck in here between behind 67 cars. <laughs> it's like brutal to get out. But that's, I, I, that's because I try to kidnap you. And that way you, I do that on purpose I can't, so you can't leave. You know what? I've got something to tell you. I'm actually going to be doing your interview today for <laughs> Housewives. So. You know what? You would actually be really good at that. You know that? I love to get all the crumbs out of everybody. We love the crumbs. But you would be very good at this. I feel like, can you imagine? like If, if I sudden, started producing you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you doing my interview would be hilarious. Kyle, that's not actually what you told me via text message. Let's get down and dirty. Um, <laughs> you better believe I'm going to talk about you it. You better believe I sip Starbucks. Um, all right, so... I guess the first thing everybody wants us to talk about is this past week's episode. Yes. Um, I I had to create a meme because Garcelle called me as annoying as a gnat. Wait, your meme, I can't have funny that. Uh, do you know how hard it was to Photoshop my face onto that thing? How, how did you even come up with that? My kids helped. My, Mary that works with me helped. It was a whole thing. But then all these people created better memes. I was like, bummer. But what you guys didn't see, which really is what revved me up and was like turned into a whole thing at the table is right after I said that thing about Erica, where I kind of just said like, you guys, you know, you've never, you've never asked Erica these things before. Let's just see and see how it plays out. Garcelle yelled. What was it exactly that she yelled out? I don't know. Maybe you recall better, Teddy. Don't try that trick with me. I love how you're trying to trick me with Barbara Walters. I am. Just call me Babs. Yeah. Uh, No, she said. You know uh, what she said to you. She goes, why is she even here? And why does she get to have an opinion? And she says it to production. And of course, she knows they can't use that. But then I hear her say it. And I'm like, well, do I need to ask you when I can speak, Garcelle? I know that was I don't I mean, that was not cool. <laughs> but to say the least. I mean, I think the part that's that most people can understand and which I was talking to, you know, Kyle about is like it's already hard enough when you are no longer a part of a show, but you agree to go back in a small portion. And then for somebody to kind of dog you out and say that to you. It wasn't nice. It was not nice. Like, I mean, you were on the show for three years. You brought so much to the show and that comment just like. I mean, everybody was kind of like shocked by that. Yeah. I mean, but that's how it all started. It's fine. I sent her a text. I sent the text to Kyle too, but um, she still hasn't texted me back. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Still no text back, but commented on my Instagram, a laughy emoji. About the gnat? About the gnat. But that's something I have noticed with Garcelle. Her thing is she'll say something kind of mean or nasty and then laugh afterwards like it's a joke. <laughs> she flashes that pretty smile with dimples, and yeah. you're like, Wait. all of a sudden, you're like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> oh, I get it. Um, all right. So, well, l- last week's episode was hard because, um, you know, we know so much stuff now more than we did then, but, you know, the audience forgets that, you know, what we know and are reading now in the press is different from what we were hearing then, you know, because this was shot seven months ago. And everything was just unfolding. Like that article coming out, we didn't know, we we knew nothing. It was just unfolding. It was unfolding in real time. And 
we're going back in time now. So it just kind of, it, it's, it's difficult to differentiate between. <laughs> and a big question that I was getting, you know, for this, for today was, why did everybody seem so hesitant to talk to Erica? Like, is everybody afraid of her? What's the question? You know, I don't know why people think someone's afraid of another housewife. What do they think that they're going to do? I see that all the time. Yeah. Oh, Sutton's afraid of Erica or this one's afraid. No one's afraid of anybody. Um, Oh, sorry. I'm having a, I'm, she's I putting have, her have, eyelash on at the moment. It's uh, th- we're really, we're really doing this raw here. The thing, no one is afraid, you know, of anybody. I mean, you know, here's the thing. You know, Sutton called this meeting. She was worried. She had concern. She's like basically saying, you know, I have a, a, a stellar reputation and I don't want it marked by this. And, you know, she reached out to um, a lawyer to ask what, what his opinion was. And she didn't want to get dragged into it, which seemed silly and crazy at the time. Although, you know, who knows? I don't know. I mean, we're on a reality show together. But... For me, it was, of course, I had questions. And to me, it was more about, I want to ask Erica the questions to give her a chance to be open and share with us because she's not an open person. So it would just kind of force her to have to talk to us. But, you know, the Erica that I know would never be a part of any of these things that Tom is accused of. And I think the people that are thinking that Erica is you know, has a hand in this or it's a sham or this and that are the people that have never met her or don't know her at all. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard. And she's in a really bad position, but when she came in that night, she looked so down. I don't know if you can tell in the episode, but no, you, know, you could feel it. When she night, walked in that, when in the room that night, I just remember feeling like I, my heart felt heavy. Like there's definitely no way that you could you could come at her that night like she you could you could feel the sadness and you nobody could feel- wanted to come at her i think they just wanted answers anyway but yes when someone comes in they look beaten down then what did she say i'm um thanks for including me i'm a little radioactive these days yeah and that that's that made me feel so sad that she even thought that people think like that about her i mean i think what's hard for people to grasp is you know, how did you not know these things? Not you in particular, but anybody, any of us and and be such good friends with her. And I think the hard thing is, is, you know, when it comes to you and I, Kyle, we have very open conversations about our husbands, our relationships. I know Mo, you know, Edwin. So we're very immersed in each other's lives, you know, as friends. When it comes to Erica, I really only met, um, I, why am I, Tom, two times. Yeah, we never saw I him. Met him three times. Yeah, you met him three times in yeah. five years. So, and I think the the tricky part is we never really knew much about him anyway. And you know what I kind of always took from it is Erica, you know, grew up without a father, came out here, married a man who took care of her, and that's that's really what the situation was. And it wasn't until I hung out with him last year where we all sat around and essentially listen to him brag about all his accomplishments, his life, and never once asked us one question. Never once let Erica talk in front of us. Well, we've seen in the past episodes where she goes to talk and he scolds her like a child and says, excuse me, Erica, I'm talking. One time even said something like, I want to say, like, go to your room or something was something weird. I forget. I'm, I'm paraphrasing right now because I wasn't in the scene. But I remember seeing some scenes and I was like, God, it's crazy to see their dynamic and their relationship. And, you know, this was not your typical marriage, obviously. 
I mean, they they both, in my opinion, had um, an understanding. Like, you know, they, you know. They were some sort of, yeah. I, I don't think they had a typical marriage in the way that, maybe they did at one point. But, you know, I, it broke my heart last year when we were sitting at the reunion and Erica opened up that Tom never even went to her show on Broadway. Yeah, I couldn't believe that either. Like that's, that's, that said everything to me. That To me, that answers all the questions that I need to know right now. You know, like... Well, also, you know, Tom, I mean, he was so much older than Erica. And here, he, when she met him, she was a waitress and she, he was her client customer. Yeah. And, um, so when you go into a a relationship like that, and here was this high powered attorney, he's not coming home at the end of the day and, you know, discussing, you know, legal situations with her. First of all, he's not allowed to. Yeah. And I mean, not that that would necessarily stop him, but you know, you're not, you're not allowed to share legal information, but he wasn't trying to talk, discussing, you know, lawsuits with Erica and going through all that with her. That was not the dynamic of their relationship. And I think everybody's financial relationship is different. Like, I am one of those people that I am extremely type A with my money. Don't don't be shocked. Shocker. Shocker. But I know every cent coming in, every cent going out. That being said, Edwin and I don't share a bank account. I have no idea what he has versus what I have. I, you know, but I know everything I have, but he's not depositing money into any account for me. I wouldn't know. I, I would know if he was, but there are a lot of marriages that most people have zero idea what's going well, on. I can tell you with us, but our, both our names are on everything together, but I don't look at those things until this season because it's, it started c- coming up so often that actually my husband said, you should know all this so you don't pay attention. And he made me sit down and said, here's this, da, 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 da. And we like went through everything. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't, I, I didn't pay attention. It's like he, he handles that stuff. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owners' racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charged the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th only on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply.
You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. In the episode, Dorit confided um, that she spoke to PK about the drama. But then she also said she spoke to a lawyer and everybody's laughing going, is the lawyer PK and boy George? Or <laughs> Well, she said I consulted with someone and then she said I spoke and then- <laughs> PK and boy George. <laughs> so that was so funny. But did you talk to Mo about it and what was his advice on how to handle? He doesn't think that, you know, that, she- well, I didn't talk to him about advice like that, but um he just said, I don't think that she's you know, aware of anything. I really don't. I mean, he sees me who he tries to tell things to. And I can't, I'm like, I can't be bothered to even hear this. I'm too ADD and I've got, other, <laughs> I've got stuff to do. <laughs> I've got other people to research. Excuse me. Yeah. So he's like, you know, I really don't think she knew or paid attention to any of these things and, you know, makes sense. I mean, so, um, but no, I, I, I was only spoken to, um, a close friend who's a lawyer and asked just to break down because the article, the LA Times article was too long. I know, I was me. dying when you're like, it's just so long. I'm like, she couldn't be bothered to read it unless <laughs> someone's going to be reading it for her. It's not happening. Well, I was, because it gets confusing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Well, I had issues reading it because I, <laughs> so bad, but I don't get the LA Times. So then you have to like log in, create an account. I'm like, well, I got to read the cliff notes. Well, by the way, you no, know, once I got home to LA, I, I, I actually do get the LA Times and I did read it, but it's still confusing. And it was very, very, very long and detailed. So I was like, you know, basically what, break it down for me here. I, I basically wanted to know, what could end up happening with Erica in the long run. And, um, you know, this was really basically, I don't know. I don't even want to speak out of time. I get scared to talk too, because I'm like, I don't want to say something wrong and have my be quoted and be making a mistake. I know there's fear, stuff. there's fear either way. Um, I mean, and what are your thoughts on the way how Sun handled it and how she was so aggressive about it and your guys private conversation, not private conversation, but the one without Erica. And then once Erica was there, it was like, well, she changed she ended, her channel. She ended up saying to me later, okay, maybe I overreacted, which, I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but that's what she said. She said, okay, well, maybe I overreacted. I got scared. Um, but, you know, first of all, it's she's new to uh, reality television, so I think she got nervous about legal stuff and being on cameras and this and that. And um, she thinks she overreacted, I think, a bit, but also you know, her bark is worse than her bite. And she was, you know, very dramatic and very like, I'm going to say, you know, this as soon as I see her. And then you see Erica and you can't help but like her. 
And she looked sad and down, and then she kind of just like backed down. But meanwhile, as we know, as cast members, what she said on camera, Erica is going to see. Yeah. So you need to just, and we don't acknowledge that on camera. We don't say, hey, by the way, Sutton, you said on camera she's going to hear this. Yeah, so, you're, either way, you're going to be screwed. So So we just word it like this. We say, er, you know, Sutton, why don't you be honest about what you said? She's going to hear about it, meaning... <laughs> It's on camera. <laughs> I mean, I think I here's the only part that I didn't really understand, you know, that Sutton saying like she's so worried about her reputation and those types of things. And I, I like Sutton. We've come a long way. But you don't sign up for a reality television show if you're worried about your reputation. Well, that's a fact. I mean, <laughs> you just don't like whether you have skeletons in your closet, whether you're but like it's not like I mean. I can't even get into the Soho house because I was one time a housewife. Like, people aren't banging down your doors to dress you because you're a housewife. People aren't, your reputation isn't going up from becoming a housewife. Well, the one so thing that I will point. say, thank God, um, um, Beverly Hills is a little little different. No one's like, you know, physically hurting each other, <laughs> yeah. ripping each other's uh, wigs off, whatever, but uh, or running around stark naked. But still, um, yes, I agree. And she, she like um, Erica kind of says, was like, well, I don't know if that's this week's episode or next. I better watch what I say. <laughs> There's stuff coming up that you'll, you'll see because they end up confronting each other about that whole conversation. Well, you guys better tune in Wednesday on that. And then what's your relationship like with Erica right now? It's good. I mean, you know, she's going through a hard time and... Um, what I always say is, you know, obviously I want to be my Erica has been nothing but a good friend to me and supportive of me and everything when I've gone through hard times. And um, the, in this country, you are innocent until proven guilty. And I just I you know, I don't know. I want to be there and support her. You know, this is not something you can blindly support somebody because of, you know, what the, the accusations are. So I'm educating myself and trying to you know figure it all out and support my friend in the meantime and she says you know she she did not know any of this and i have to believe the person that i know yeah and that's kind of how i'm yeah and i i people asking me in regards to how you know erica and i still talk and i this is something that's been true to erica ever since we had our issues erica is has always been such a good friend like she's the first person to reach out if she knows you're not feeling well if something's going on um and she you know is such a good listener and she gives great advice and all of those things but when it comes to her she's just not that open so there's only like I, you know, and I don't think it's just this specific thing. It's, it's just her in general. And so we want to be there to support her a million percent, but it's also, I can imagine how scary this is for her right now. I mean, every day she is, has another story coming out and stuff she has to deal with, but you know, something that really stuck with me, um, filming this season was when I said to Erica, I don't, how did you stay after hearing about these affairs and all this? And she, you know, she looked at me and she said, where was I going to go? Where am I going, Kyle? And it was so interesting to me because we look at her as a strong woman, independent, successful, beautiful. You see her up on stage. But at the end of the day, she was afraid. And yeah. she, she really felt she had nowhere to go. And she had no control of her life, even though she was living this big lifestyle. 
And I think he that controlled all, he controlled everything and he made her feel like she had no choice. Ugh. Ugh. On that note, let's take a little break. When we come right back, we'll discuss more housewife stuff, get into Tequila Terry and all the things. Tequila Terry. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owners racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Okay, we're back here with Kyle. She's, you know, now on to her under eye concealer. So we're really moving right along here. (laughs) Um, People are asking me how it was for me to come back. Uh, I would say what they didn't show also is Kyle and I filmed the day before, maybe it was the same day, and Kyle inviting me. And Kyle, can you explain the level of how much you pressured me to come to the dinner? Well, first (laughs) of all, hello. Um, First of all, I mean, obviously, you know, 
this is not the most exciting thing for you to do, but I wanted you there and producers wanted you there. Yeah. So I had to go to your home to basically convince you. And yeah, and I, I appreciated you showing up because first of all, it makes it more fun for me too. I know. <laughs> so it's selfishly. And, and people want to know if I miss it. And here's, here's the thing. Like, of course I miss, you know, the good parts. I miss all the amazing places we traveled to. I, I'll miss the experience we had in Provence. I'll miss how much Kyle and I were able to laugh. I'll miss, you know, all, but that being said, all of those things are still possible because we're still you know, I'm still friends with the majority of the women on the show. Um, and to answer people's question, if I will come back or not, you know, you never say never about anything. But like at this point in time, I think everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad that my relationships are still intact. I'm glad that I still have a healthy, happy marriage. I'm glad that my kids are semi-functioning children. <laughs> like at this point, I just had to be, um, you know, happy about that. Oh, People, are, it's coming in, coming in questions. What's Kyle, who was the biggest pain to stay in your house in Palm Springs? Well, obviously my sister. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that out of love. No, she was just very, um, of course, other people aren't going to say that. She's like, how come this, you know, your placemats don't match the napkins? And where is this? And where is that? The bread and clanking? Oh, my God. Well, it was so funny because, I mean... That 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 bread had been there since I had COVID and my husband had escaped to La Quinta with our kids to keep them away from me. And I got there when everyone else and the cameras got there, so I didn't get to like throw things out. So Kathy thought it was so funny that I had the stale bread laying around, putting it in an ugly bowl with an ugly dish towel and making it look like that's how I was serving my food. These I are the things that she finds funny and entertaining, which I do too, obviously, because I was crying laughing. Do you think that the show has brought you guys closer together? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we were always close until our falling out, of, of course, but this has just helped to, um, this has definitely helped to ease back into having fun in life together, you know, and just laughing. Well, the part I loved is that, like, not even one person was thinking, like, I was seeing you having to cook, set everything up, and no one's like, let me help you clean up. Like, they know you, one, it's, there's a certain amount of, like, timing when you're filming also, but, like, the fact that you're having to do all of that, I was dead. Do you want to know something? One of my least favorite things to do on camera in all of these years is cooking. I can't explain it because, you know, you're having to think and measure and this and, and like the cameras are watching you and they're analyzing every little thing. And I, I'm trying to get dressed because, you know, I've got people coming. It's so distracting to me. It bothers me so much. And when we were in Tahoe, I had said to the, the chef that they had there, who was one of the best chefs I've, we've ever, ever had that I've ever met. Amazing. I said to her, could you keep an eye on the salmon? Because I have to go talk with the women. I mean, at the end of the day, we're yeah, making not, a show. You're not on a cooking show. Yeah. And so she was doing her own thing and then it burned. And I was like, okay, so now it looks like I don't know how to cook. And then last week's episode, they show, you know, Marta and Jesse, who's who have worked me, with me forever. You know, every time I say, I'm cooking the meal, they show they stirring this. And I'm like, that's because I'm trying to make a TV show, too. And, you know, I'm having to, like, talk to the women in the other room. So I have them help stir and this and that. So I was like, they show me saying to the producers, 
don't make it look like they cooked. I did all of this myself. And they show that part. Because like, I'm not going to have any shady business. I'm very proud of my holiday dinners. Well, I was also crying laughing at you walking into the where we were all eating to the tense conversation. And there's honestly gravy dripping from your plate. Well, like, I am not on a diet during the holidays, okay? And then they pan to, like, Erica's plate, and there's, like, one bite of mashed potato. And What I've learned of watching the season, now that Kathy's on the show, and, you know, we show our plates versus... Kathy and I look like we are feeding a family of five on our plates, and everybody else has got, like, little tiny crumbs on their plate. But I can't... Uh, when you're filming Housewives, you never know when your next meal is going to come. Like, you really don't. Well, sometimes so, like, you have a chance, right? Sometimes you don't have a chance, especially when you're traveling, so, like, you need to, like, stock up. Like, we're, like, chipmunks, like, storing for, for the next time. And also, if you're going to be having drinks at dinner and you don't want to drink on an empty stomach, that's why. Oh. There, there's my excuse. I'm sticking with it. Oh, my gosh. All right. What else can we talk about? Should we talk about... Um, well, we, I never did the podcast because I I wasn't feeling so hot, but um, Tequila Terry. Oh, my God. What was your favorite part about the Tequila Terry Rage Fest? Well, I think one of my favorite parts is that for months we had to deal with text messages back and forth about all your beautiful 40th birthday looks. And then you got there and never took one picture. Your hair was in a look like a bird was living in it the entire time. A rat's nest in the back. <laughs> took two hours to get the, the um, tangles out of your hair from your one... Tequila Terry night. Oh, there was my hair looked good for maybe forty five minutes, we and then had to cut chunks out of your. We head. had to cut chunks. It was in a dreadlock. One night, Kyle honestly like grabbed me by the hand, and was like, "I need you to wash and properly brush through your hair. This is the biggest night. Wear the beautiful white dress that you like." No, nope, couldn't do it. Could well, only. All, you're already tipsy, and then, I love that you say tipsy because I'm scared <laughs> to say where you that you were bombed already. <laughs> okay, so. First of all, I mean, I wish I could do a video demonstration of when I said you need to put some makeup on and get some pictures and how you did your (laughs) mascara. I actually did the imitation of you for some people when I was in Utah filming the movie. I said, this is how my friend, um, Teddy, when she's drinking, puts her mascara on. And you all you do is flap the thing up, up and down like this up and down, up and down your eye. Like, I don't even know what. You, I love that you think that. that's only happening when I'm drinking. That is the only way yeah, I know how to put my... Nobody puts mascara on like this, Teddy. Who? How do they put mascara on? That's how I was taught. I used to put a paper towel underneath and a just go... paper towel? Paper towel? <laughs> this woman? I can't with you. So, I mean, they thought I was going to be like putting lashes. I'm like, guys, we're just lucky that I'm making it to dinner at this point. By the way, I wasn't doing all that stuff, but it was your 40th birthday, not mine. But my favorite part of the entire trip was like the worst job that you could potentially have on the on the trip was being one of the husbands that was going to play DJ for a little bit. Oh, my God. My husband, he really thinks he's a DJ. But, like, people have so many big opinions when it comes to music. So any time anybody made a mistake on a music choice, we would all be like, what's going on? Get it together, Justin or Mauricio or whoever was pretend DJ at the moment. We were so annoying. Uh, We were the most annoying, but it was... Let's talk about Harry Hamlin. I want to talk about that. Okay. That he serenaded us every morning on the guitar. It's just so funny because Harry always seems so quiet, you know? And when Harry and Lisa arrived, Lisa said, well, you know who's going to be the last one to sleep every night and have the most fun of everyone is Harry Hamlin. Of course, you know she has to say Harry Hamlin. Ha- Harry Hamlin. Never Harry Hamlin. Harry. 
Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin. So, um, and I was thinking, really? I was not expecting that. So Harry and his acrylic nails, every single morning <laughs> would come out in the morning. He was the first one up when everyone was getting their coffee, playing the guitar, setting the tone. It was so amazing. He would go out in the ocean with Mo for hours talking. He even got up on the trampoline thing with me in the ocean and did flips. He was having so much fun. He was loving it so much. And who do we think? Do we think Harry was the MVP? I think Harry could have been the MVP. I'm pretty sure. Harry was pretty great. He, I mean, and then I honestly was channeling Lisa Rinna because I kept making everybody play these games. Like, if you had to throw one person overboard, who would it be? You love this game. <laughs> I'm obsessed. When I'm drinking, I love... You also love the shag, Mary kill game, right? Oh, yeah. No, if you had to pick somebody's husband in this group. Oh, I hate that game uh, yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't pick anybody's, by the way. No, I know you didn't pick anybody's, but That's everybody else picked. Why would I pick when mine was the best one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no... <laughs> I know. Well, not, you know, not really. <laughs> she's like, not kidding. You're probably not. But well, I, we, we should all feel that way, right? <laughs> here's the other thing. I still remember everybody's answers. I don't even know at my level how I could even plan a game or remember everybody's answers. But I, didn't I give do. An answer. Huh? I for sure did not. You did it. not give it. You'll yeah. never play these games. You wouldn't play who you throw over the edge either, which I found, you know, I was a little upset, but. Maybe it was well, me. I mean, I, I have enough stress during the housewives. Do I need this on, <laughs> on, on off-camera trips? On, on, on tequila Terry time? Yes. All right, now we got to talk about the bee incident. Oh, my God, the bee incident. Okay, so the bee incident, I had been... I, I was five weeks filming this Christmas movie in Utah. I came home for one weekend, finally, for some peace and relaxation. <laughs> and... It's very rare for my house to be quiet because there's a lot of people that live in my house and there's always a lot of stuff going on. This was a weekend and for some reason there was like nobody here. One person was here, but you couldn't hear me. Jesse, who lives here full time. Um, but my husband was gone. My kids were gone. Marta, who works with me, she wasn't here. So I had, I don't know what happened. I walked outside. The dogs were barking. I was trying to get my dogs away from the neighbor's side of the wall and I walked behind these trees and there was a beehive that I was not aware had set up shop over there. <laughs> and oh, I literally, when I talk about it, I just get the heebie-jeebies. I, I walked through it and I felt all the buzzing and I immediately started screaming, oh my God, oh my God. But the more I would like walk away and try to get them off me, the more came after me. They were pissed off. So... I literally get freaked out talking about I know. this, but they, um, they were literally chasing me and coming after me. So I was screaming, help somebody help me. And they were all over me. And as I was running around, I could feel them on my face and in my hair. You're itching your head as we're talking. I know. Well, cause now I'm all of a sudden getting stung by bees. <laughs> all of a sudden you have a bee <laughs> in your hair. I'm sorry. My hair is a bee's nest. So, um, I, w- I went in to go call 911. I was screaming and Jesse couldn't hear me. And um, I went to call 911, but then I felt more on my face and I, I just jumped in the pool. And every time I came up from the water, I could feel more on me. So I kept going under and going under and I could feel my throat getting tighter because it was I had multiple stings and even one could kill me with, without, you know, having an EpiPen. <sighs> so I got on the phone with 911. Um, Finally, Jesse came in. She had heard me. I was screaming on the microphone in the intercom of the house. Somebody help me, help me. So then 
the 911 operator, what happened was he was giving me a direction for a different kind of EpiPen, which I didn't realize there were two different kinds. So I had two issues happening. He was giving me the incorrect directions and um, mine was malfunctioning. It wasn't working. So luckily, our amazing fire department came quickly. And I know our firemen. You know, I know. Good thing we had that. You had that event for them. Yes. Like now you're on a first name basis. I had, I had uh, that fundraiser here for their station. And um, so they came and I knew them all, which made me immediately feel safer. And uh, all was good. But it was actually terrifying. And I have like PTSD thinking I have bees around me all the time now. Well, you already had it before, so I can only imagine now. Do you have proper functioning EpiPens? I do. And then I Googled later and found out that my EpiPen, um, they've had issues with it malfunctioning. So I, I wasn't crazy. Yeah. Oh, well, we're so glad that you're safe and good. Well, let me just tell you one more thing, which I put this on my Instagram. But I, um, when I was went back to Utah... And we were wrapping like so late, so, like three in the morning. And I, I was in my rent-a-car and rolled the window down to ask one of the um, assistant directors what time my call would be. A bee in my car. Um, when you sent that to me, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So, I mean, seriously, Teddy, I mean, nobody could believe it. So I had two guys trying to help me get the bee out of my car. And I thought to myself, this is crazy. Like, honestly, if you were to try to find a bee at three in the morning, you could not. You could absolutely Never. not. So then someone said to me on Instagram, you have evil eye on you. You need to take. Why do people have to do that? Well, I'm telling you, I don't know, but I wasn't taking any chances. So I was told I had to take a bath in sea salt. <laughs> and so I went and bought. Went no. So I bought sea salt, sea scrub, sage, everything you could think of. And I did bath, scrub every single day. I did the sage all around me, whatever. And so far, so good. So I don't know. Well, you brought up social media. So I, Erica the other day was talking about getting death threats. And then Lisa Renna posted something. Terrible, terrible. terrible. So ter have you ever got, I know I have gotten them. Um, have you ever gotten any? No, I have not. I've had someone say, I hope that you and all of your daughters die of breast cancer like your mom did. Which, I it sent me over the edge. It wasn't a death threat, but it was... It was so vile and it made me feel so sick that there are people like that. I just was like in tears and my husband came in and I couldn't stop crying. He was like, you can't let that stuff affect you. I'm like, how can you not that someone says something like that? But I, I was talking to Lisa Rinna and Dorit the other day and they were both telling me that they have and, and about their children too. And I know that when Faye went through a hard time um, that on the show, she had someone send her some weird letter too. So, I mean, we're on a reality show, guys, you know, and the fact that, you know, we're opening up our lives and, you know, these things are unfolding, like what's going on with Erica, like just, I mean, come on. I and mean, that is way too well, yeah, much. Wishing death. I mean, even when I did my swipe up on Instagram that I was doing this, like to, to ask questions, somebody, I, I had to send it to the iHeart producers and I'm like, don't mind the one person that says, I hope you die on here. No big deal. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, I get it all the time. And then, you know, but in that same turn, you get so many positive people and like, yeah. thank you for being so open and vulnerable with your life. You've helped change mine. And how do you deal with some of like the negative comments? And, you know, I, people all, well, all the time say like, well, the haters, blah, blah, blah. But like, truthfully, sometimes it's hard. Like, sometimes I'm like, no, I have to block this person. Like, I don't want to see any, because once they start messaging you, 
it, it gets relentless at some point. So like I have, you know, I'll either block or if somebody says something about my kids, I will sometimes like clap back and like be oh like, oh my God, stop. I mean, yeah, what do you do? Not mess with people. I, I'm, well, first of all, I don't find Instagram to be as toxic. So I just don't go on Twitter unless, you know, the show's airing up, I'll send some tweets out. Um, but Twitter has become so toxic that I just, I just can't have that in my life. So I avoid that at all costs. And, you know, I'll, I'll get the random, you know, it depends on what's going on in the season and in my life. But um, I will just, you know, pretty much either block them if they're mean or, you know, just, I don't know. I don't, right now, I haven't had much of that. So it's been a while I've had to deal with it. But it hurts no matter what. I don't care how old you are, you know, what you do for a living. It's, it's not just that it hurts you, but it's the, it's just sad that that's what the world, world has now. come to, that that's we've gotten to that right. point. Right, and it makes me sad because as a mom, I'm like, gosh, this is what my kids are growing up with. My kids are growing up with this mentality, this, and, you know, and, and don't even get me started about all the, you know, filters and everybody having to look so flawless and perfect, and then your kids have this idea. So, and, you know, obviously, you know, we post pictures and they come from Bravo and people are like, oh my God, it's so filthy. I'm like, I didn't even, I, I'm just posted what they gave me and sent me, please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me, let me be. I mean, I think it's just, it's, there's smoke and mirrors in every situation, but I think that when it comes to social media, follow people you like, follow people that make you laugh, that you enjoy, that you think. No, but sometimes they're not even. They don't even follow you. They, well, they don't even follow you, but also... on you to write something. Yeah, new. but also a lot of the time, which is weird, when I go and look... Sometimes if someone's really brutal, I'll like go to their profile because I'm like, what is wrong with you? And they won't have any pictures. It'll say zero followers, zero... Like, and I'm like, so you've just created this account to troll you. To, like, well, what's more shocking is when it's like, Loving grandmother. Oh, yeah. Of, of five. <laughs> yeah. I love God, my children, and animals. But I took the time out of my day to Is... say, Kyle, you're ugly and disgusting. And I hope that your <laughs> husband leaves you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, Elizabeth and her loving family. No, it's always, <laughs> it's always that fun times. All right. We have one last question because then Kyle has to go really be drilled for housewives. Uh, they want to know what's the next trip we're going to go on together oh. and what are we going to do? Well, I just asked you today if we could do a girls trip to Aspen. I know. I, Slate has a horse show. I know. Slate really has fun. a horse show, so I can't go. But can we please go next month? Can we go to Aspen? Yes. I want Ugh, to go. Aspen's our favorite. The last time we went, we left the sunroof open in the car, and the entire car filled with snow. So and it was a rent-a-car. <laughs> it was our rent-a-car. <laughs> but don't worry. We cut, recovered nicely. Didn't notice a thing. But um, we promised to keep you guys apprised on all of our future travels. You know I can't help myself for an Insta story. Let's, do, let's go to Aspen. Come on. All right. We'll, we'll figure, we're not going this weekend, we'll but we'll go Instagram soon. We'll do live and check in with everybody. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a check-in. You know how we do. But thanks, you guys, for tuning in. And thank you so much, Kyle, for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye, guys. I'll talk to you next week. If you have any questions, please feel free to email them to teddyteapod at iheart.com. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Teddy Teapot on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You like to watch new stuff, right? 
Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.